Boker Tov. We are studying Shirat Azin, the the song that we should keep handy for time for a time when I think my chair is broken before I fall off are, of it. When we when we a little bit go on a different path. When hello, yeah, exactly. Hello, when, come back. Or, run. Or also when we're when when we're in Galut and Hakadosh Baruch Hu, you know, we we are going through a tough time. You're reminded that he's with us. Right. Well, well, so far what Even we've seen. Seem like us not there. So far, what we've seen is that we we've seen this idea of tzeduk adin. What is tzeduk adin? It's the the testimony something. that God is just, yes. and that we do whenever uh, whenever things are bad, right? And and we want to make it clear to ourselves that God is not because the idea is that in um, in pagan thinking, you could have a God that doesn't like you. Because if your God is defeated by the enemy God, then the enemy God will have something out for you. And the enemy God will basically dislike you. So in Yahadut, whenever bad things come upon us, we don't attribute it to a second God. We don't attribute it to God not liking us. We attribute it to a, a God who's just and is doing the right thing. Yes. Now even whenever we do the wrong thing and God punishes us, obviously, that's not like... Uh, that's not God punishing us like a king. It is God punishing us like a father, father. father. And that's why some of the stress, I don't know how far we got, but you'll see that, that uh, a lot of the stress here is, is, is that God is our father. We'll see. The Pasuk is said, Ah, exactly. That's the Pasuk I want to point out. Banav Mumam. Right? The Pasuk said, if the destruction happens, it is not God, it is his sons. And the reason it felt the, the Pasuk is describing it as the kids is because we have to always understand the punishment that we get as if it's, we're getting it from our father. Now in Rosh Hashanah, that's the idea about, that we say, Avinu Malkenu. Because he's our king in the sense that he decrees whether we can live or whether we could die. But he's our father in the, in the sense that there's no scenario in which his love for us ceases. It's a very, very important idea. Okay. Oh. It's only been uh, uh, seven, eight months. <laughs> only <laughs> more than that. Have here. We have a meeting today. All right, all right. Okay, uh, let's. We did. We're up to right? Okay, so so uh, let's do. Let's go from Sheni again, from Aliyah Sheni. Uh, remember the days of old understand the years of the generations ask your father and he will tell you the elders and they will say to you by the way um, again as I said this, is, this pasuk is a reference to our focus and the importance of, for a Jewish person to study history and to understand what happens in history because those who do not know history are bound to repeat it Interestingly, I just want to point something out. There is a tendency today in like the more progressive movement to downplay the importance of elders and to and to erase respect history. not not erase, of course that's a, a Marxist idea of erasing history. They always do that, but but I'm thinking more um, this idea that kids have more wisdom than elders. You you don't. It's very subtle. But you can see it in like TV shows and in yeah, in modern the, the media. Promote, the they always they always make the parents out to be 
dumb and not with it yes. and the kids are smarter you know and the kids are always rolling their eyes at the stupidity of their parents yes. and then also there are movements to get younger and younger kids to vote now why would a kid at 16 be knowledgeable enough to make a a, a wise decision in voting ideology is different at 16 or 18 than it is when yeah, he's 25 right. experience so I so tasted life yet. but why is it why is it that there's this idea being promoted that younger and younger kids should vote they're easily influenced so so they can do whatever they want. So, so I think there's a tendency there no boundaries. amongst people who are power hungry, there's a tendency to try to let kids r- run the show as opposed to elders because elders can always see through the facade. But the younger ones, they, they're, they're more easy to manipulate. So, so we, uh, this respect that we have for elders is also a very strong guardrail against, against bad decisions on part of the nation. Okay. When God gave the, the land to the nations, when he separated the peoples, he established the, the peoples based on the number of Am Israel. This is a very difficult pasuk to, to explain, but it seems like it's giving us the, the history of mankind and how there were so many nations. However, he could mean many different things. I'm going to translate it as however here, but you could you could take it in many different ways. However, God's portion is his people. Yaakov is the strip of his inheritance. Meaning that God, out of all of the 70 nations that God created, we are the ones who have been chosen. Beautiful pasuk. What does the word yimtsa'ehu mean? Yimtsa'ehu, no, it actually means he's supported. Uh, at, uh, here, the, the, I'll give you an example. Uh, when Moshe Rabbeinu goes to Hashem and he says, um, uh, I will get all of the, the, the fish of the sea. Something like that. That Will it be enough for them? Will it support them? Yimtza can also mean to support something. So it's describing Hashem. He said, Hashem supported us in the desert. God supported Israel in the, in the desert. What does that mean? So what is the word tohu? Where have you seen the word tohu? Tohu vavohu. Tohu yes. So what's the classic Christian interpretation of tohu vavohu? Chaos. Chaos. Yes. But that's not a problem, as Rabbi Vuitton points out in his book. It's, not a, it's, a, it's a foolish translation because we know the word tohu has, we have a very clear definition of what it means in other places in Tanakh. So to mistranslate it as chaos is inexcusable. Uftohu here means in a place that was Desolated. desolate, yes. as n- uninhabited, yes. right? So according to Rabbi Ton, the Aretzeta Tov means in the land there was nothing there. That's all it means. It chaos. What does chaos mean? Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean anything to us. Yes. What? Yeah. Does it mean that the atoms were all uh, were all uh, different? Yeah, everything was in order, regardless. Yeah, Even the emptiness true. was a, it's an order. Right. So, I mean, the, the, we're not talking about... Whenever I, I was brought up learning about the idea of chaos, I used to think like... <laughs> like they were, there were like, Yeah, there was everything was mixed up and there was fire raging out of, <laughs> out of ice and, and like, uh, you know? 
but but that's not really what the the, the Humash is trying to explain to you when it says tohu vavo. Anyways, uftohu yeleli shimon in a place that was desolate, so that there was the howling. Uh, yeah, there's a howling wilderness, right? So it was a completely uh, desolate area. But he surrounded him, meaning he protected him. Yes. And he, he uh, helped him understand is the more Midrashic interpretation. I don't know exactly how to translate it. I guess we can go to Midrash. Yes, yeah, he granted that, his discern, discern, discern. Right, he gave us wisdom yes. and ability to understand. But I just don't know what's the relevance there with being in a desert right it's just For, giving more clar- clarity yeah he gave us clarity right yeah. so he protected us he gave us clarity and he guarded us like the apple of his eye or ishon is probably like the pupil yes because it's like a, the dark part of the eye right so he got you know if, if somebody like a, if something splashes some like a chemical splashes, you quickly sens- cover your face because you don't want to get the most, sensitive. the most sensitive place. So it's a place you guard the most sens- uh, with the most care, right? So he guarded us like the like the pupil of his eye. So now, what what's going on here? What what are, why are we all of a sudden going into God taking care of us in the desert? Because before entering the Israel, but we're setting up this story. This Hazinu is going to show what, how, how, Israel, much love, how much love he has to start off by showing how much God love God showed us. Yes. So that whenever the Hazinu starts to describe the, our sins, yeah. we see how unfair it is. To, what, to, what we did exactly, was not that it's, fair. That it's our fault. We forgot. We forgot exactly what we did is unfair, and we can't expect proper judgment when we were taken care of to such a high degree, and then we just kicked God afterwards. Okay, so. Uh, like an eagle uh, goes, Yair, I think is like to, to hover over the nest. No, right. Yair stirs the nest like a, like an eagle that it wakes up the children. Oh. Happiest Wednesday. <laughs> Midday, uh, that was a good surprise. Okay, better late than ever. Okay, like a, like an eagle stirreth the nest, it wakes up its children. Al gozalav yirachef, it hovers over the young chicks. Ifros kenafav, ikachel, isael al evrato. He stretches out the wings and he takes him, and he isael al evrato, and he and he carries him on his wing. Yeah, most important part. Right, right. Because from so, the bottom, nobody can... Exactly, uh, exactly. That's the classic, the classic, classic. M- beautiful Midrashic yes. interpretation of what does it mean that God Yisrael al-Evrato, that God carries us on his wing. Eagles defend their children. Because on. eagles, they fly very, very high. Yes. So a lot of birds, they carry the kids under them, yes. which yes. exposes them, if in the case of an eagle, would expose them to attack from the bottom. But the eagle carries... On at least Hashem is carrying us on the back of the of the wing. And he's protecting us. His Meaning, bo- yeah, exactly. Yeah, We're being body, protected. The body, body itself is protecting us. Wow. So all of us again is to show God's compassion and love for us. Okay, Adonai Badad Ben Imo El Nechar. God alone leads us. Ben Imo, and there's no other God with him. Okay, so that was the good part. Oh no! It still goes on. Now pasuk yud gimel. Yarkivu al bamot haaretz vayochal tenuvot sadai vayenikeu devash misela veshemen mehal mishsur. He wrote us upon the the high places of the earth. Vayochal tenuvot sadai, and we and and um, we ate. Now sadai, interestingly, 
because we're in in poetry, a lot of the rules of of uh, translation translation of of grammar don't really apply. Yes. So sadai, what does sadai mean in modern Hebrew? Sadai is like a, it's like a, the, the field, right? Field. No, but what sadai in if you proper grammar, proper grammar. It's, it's a sadeh sheli, right? Yeah. Or, yeah, my, my field. My field. It belongs to God. But here, here it means, it just means the field, because it's, we're, in, we're in poetry. So it's a good thing to, to realize, a lot of the rules of grammar, they basically turn off when yeah, you, when you go into... Make, same thing in poetry, by the way. Yes, in, yeah. in poetry in general. Yes. The, the rules of grammar. Rhyme, are, to make it more... Yeah. Uh, also in rap. Yes. Oh, rap. Uh, I wouldn't want to... Left <laughs> I have a, I, you know... You know... Um, <laughs> if you, yeah, major love Major. Um, in, if you... Uh, think in terms of Clarity Podcast, you know, we always talk about the body and the soul. And the, so, so, rap, I, I think about it, and whenever you hear the way they talk, it's always very, like, bass... And carnal. I don't know if you know what I'm saying, but it's very, it's very Heavy. low. It's very like low physical stuff they talk about. Definitely not like uh, they're definitely not talking about love of Hashem, right? So it, it seems like there's music that comes from the soul, and there's music that comes from the body. I have a feeling rap more comes. It comes from this body part. It's music, good music, should come from the soul, right? It should it should uplift the person and make a person holier. Sure. And there's some music that you listen to that takes you down. So even in music, you have this duality between music that comes from the soul and music comes from the body. The biggest message. Music is the biggest message. Music is, is uh, yeah. That they used to, they used to, to use it. That America is to sing to Hashem yeah. anything you wanted to do. No, forget that. If you wanted to get prophecy. Just to move the 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 the, 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 the luchot from... Right. To, if to, you want to get prophecy, you have to be... You, have to, you would often listen to music. music. Yeah. Okay. Uh, God alone leads us and there's no other God with, with him. Uh, so he takes us upon the high places and we eat the, the fruit of the field. And then he gave us to, to drink from, uh, the, um, he gave us to drink honey, honey from, from a rock, stone. from wow. a stone. The shemen and oil, mechal mishsur, from a flint, from a flint rock. That's more poetic language. It's probably referring to the fact that we drink water from a rock, but... You know, in poetry, so he drank, you know, honey. the honey came from the, from the rock. Also, right, also it could be describing uh, uh, is also a, a poetic description of, of, of uh, Israel. And it may be describing, because this is talking about the future, right? Yes. So it's saying, and he gave us, Zavat Chalav Udvash, he gave us honey from the land when he took us into Eretz Israel. The way, so I, the way I interpret it is sorry, I interrupted. It's like I personally myself look at it like when he says, Me, but God, sorry, it says, uh, uh, when he came to Devash, Misela, mm-hmm. that God, even though sometimes we don't deserve something, and it's from, it's, he's still, what, even when he gives you something for, for no reason, or for when you don't deserve it, it's Devash. It's honey, it's from a cellar. You know, you, right now you're, you're it's, it's you're in the worst of time. It's like from a rock, you can't get anything. But that's, still, an, that's a beautiful when idea. When God gives you something, it's because it's vash, because He still cares. Even it's a beautiful idea. Nothing, you know, even if you don't, let's say, deserve it. Yeah, even if you don't deserve it, because you're, it's a rock. A rock doesn't, you can't get honey out of a rock. But that's you know, you, when you're the sweetness out of God, still gives it to you. That's a beautiful idea. Has this anything to do with? The water from the rock, and now it's the vash from the rock. That's what I'm saying. That's what I think it is. 
I think it's in reference so, to that, but it's a poetic description of that historical event, which was the water coming from a rock. Which is okay. still, now to nowadays, it's coming, honey is coming from the rock, not the water. Uh, or, um, again, uh, or, or it could be a description of, of going into so, Eretz Israel, which was described as Eretz Zavad Chalud Vash. Which is also, the point that I'm trying to make, it's like the land that has nothing, like a desert, that's a rock. And mm-hmm. now it's giving us... We turned it into this land that produces right. and... Yeah, yeah. You it's know what's interesting? Idea. Right. It is. It is. Maybe the meta- maybe the getting water out of a rock is a metaphor for how we will take the land of Israel and turn it into a land filled with milk and honey. It's a beautiful idea. Isn't it isn't it fascinating? That we're turning water we're giving that nation, it's almost like water from salt nothing. water that turning into we're giving water, water from air. That's a that's a very fascinating. Right away, this is what the first thing he's doing now with the piece is giving this. Africa, they give out look, so look, many look machines look to make water. Is. You take rock, you press it, and you get oil out of it. This is exactly right. the pasuku. The second wow. pasuku you just read. Wow, that's and, interesting, and, right? And even that, even that, even that, it says shale is a rock that's shale. filled with oil. Even though, even though Moshe, let's say, yelled at the rock and did the sin that he did, the water came still. That goes to his back also. When you still we're not supposed to get the water. I still give you the water, but you know, I think oh, this yeah, has yeah. a relationship with the nation. I like the idea. It's almost like a clarity podcast idea <laughs> that in, in when what we that what Daniel was saying also that in times of difficulty, whenever we don't deserve it, a lot of the punishment we get is is really honey that we're supposed yes. to learn and gain yes. from. Which is true. Mm-hmm. Okay, is uh, so we continue some of the blessings Hashem, tomorrow. I'm gonna go a little bit quicker. I like to dwell on these psukim because they're so poetic. I just like to to, to sit on them and think about them. I, I'm going a little bit slow, but it's on purpose. Beautiful. We also have like four weeks until yeah, no, no rush. we have no rush. No so rush. we could we could do this parasha for two more weeks. No we could do zota bracha, but zota bracha is difficult. So we we should. Uh, Daniel, okay. Yeah, he had to go. He said, I have to do that. Yet. All right. Let's do the, the cherry on the on the, on the, on the pie. All right.